0: It's a common sense recap of the big stories. It's Cats
1: and Cosby on 77 WABC. Breaking news, WABC.
0: And joining us now here on Cats and Cosby with some big breaking news about the migrant shelters in our area is Congresswoman Nicole Malliotakis of New York. Uh, Congresswoman, fill us in.
1: Well, Rita, uh, once again, on Staten Island, we were successful in stopping a a migrant shelter from coming to our community. Um, Today, we just learned a little while ago that um, Canterbury Houses, which is a senior residence, the plans to house migrants there has been stopped. Uh, I'm very proud to have led that effort with my colleagues on Staten Island. Uh, because this is a senior residence of 62 years and older. Uh, They were going to take away the community room and house about 50 young men uh, who are migrants in their community room, taking away their space that they used to interact with each other, uh, to play bingo, to have lunch. And that was wrong. And not only was it wrong, but it was a violation of state, the least with the state. It's a violation of building codes, of fire codes. And so we sent a letter uh, letting them know this, and we just learned that they decided to pull that plan. So unfortunately, we have to fight, uh, you know, each and every day. Uh, we had to do the lawsuit with St. John's Villa with the uh, borough president Vito Pasello. But uh, little by little, we're we're going after these facilities that are being taken away from our citizens, uh, and it's wrong, and it has to stop.
0: Uh, Governor Patterson, Congresswoman, who led the attempt, the attempt to put the facility there in the first place? I mean, it sounded like something if it was in a meeting. Someone should have said, no, we can't do that.
1: Yes, yeah, so it was a uh, a deal that was behind the scenes between uh, St. John's Episcopal Church and the city of New York. Uh, in fact, the city had denied that they were even having any conversations uh, about this. And then we were able to find out that indeed uh, they were. And, and there was a community meeting with the residents. And the residents obviously were very concerned. They they see what's happening at so many other uh, facilities across the city. There have they've been stabbings, assaults, domestic violence, robberies. Uh, so they were concerned about unvetted individuals uh, being put in their senior residence, um, you know, and and uh, rightfully so. And so we got wind of it, and we were able to do the research, finding out exactly where they were going to put it, and then make the legal arguments that this cannot happen. Uh, and thankfully, we were able to... You know, and I, give, I give the church somewhat of a credit for, for admitting that legally they were, could not move forward. Um, unfortunately, so many other bad actors in our community uh, have chosen to jam it down mm-hmm. our throats, like the senior residents. Uh, in South Beach, run by homes for the homeless that kicked senior citizens out. they kicked a veteran veterans out and then they turned around and entered a twenty eight million dollar contract with the city to house migrants there that it was a terrible thing that they did to the veterans and the seniors uh, and they did it for Look, look at these lucrative contracts that the city is offering to these building owners. It makes it difficult for anyone trying to operate affordable housing or senior housing or veterans housing or housing for the developmentally disabled to compete uh, for that land and that property. Judge
0: Weinberg. Congresswoman, it's good to talk to you again. My problem is that this is a cost that's fostered on all the, the cities and communities across the country because of the failure of the Biden administration to close the border and enforce the immigration laws. And now we're about to have a constitutional crisis in Texas where Governor Abbott is not backing down. What are your thoughts on this? And what can Congress do?
1: Yeah, look, the, the governor is doing whatever he he thinks he can do to try to help the situation. He's seen 10 million people roughly come through his state. There's all sorts of problems, and what we're feeling here is terrible. But I think it's a fraction of what some of these southern states that are along the border are feeling. And this is a result of President Biden. Make no mistake about it. He came in on day one and, and, inst- and put in place executive orders that uh, undid the policies of the Trump administration. He refuses to enforce the law that says you have to apply for asylum in the next safe country. And the worst part of it is that everybody that's coming through the, the border, um, they are paying the drug cartels thousands of dollars to get smuggled across the border. So as innocent as the mayor and everyone wants to make it sound that these people are, they're not. They paid thousands of dollars to cartels to be smuggled here, and they're cutting the line. More than half of them, by the way, have illegitimate asylum cases. They actually eventually get denied in court. But in the meantime, they're clogging up the legal system, and yesterday I met with a, uh, a, a asylum Seeker from Belarus, who has been here legally, has done everything right. She's been here since 2017, and her court date is now getting pushed further. Why? Because the president put a last in first out approach, so these individuals who are being smuggled over the border get their court cases heard first. They're putting them before the people who did everything right and have been waiting patiently. That is backwards. And the people need to know this because I know a lot of people out there feel like this is an issue of being anti immigrant. It has nothing to do with being anti immigrant. by, by the way, immigration did, did you see, um, the right way.
0: Did you see Congresswoman in Chicago? There are African American residents that are actually suing the city now saying they feel like they're getting, you know, a back seat. To the migrants. They're like, why do? why are we not getting some of these benefits? Why are not some of the homeless veterans? There was actually a Chicago councilman who yeah. said, uh, why don't, are, uh, are there residents that want to put them in their homes? Uh, I mean, is there's, that there's what we're doing? There's a yeah. sign up list. Yeah, so the last up. time we did that in New York, one of those migrants murdered a home. Yeah. Pe- I, I mean, yeah. Homes. Who wants to have them in their home? They're not vetted. Uh, where, I mean, this is, we are at such a breaking point. Do you see that happening in New York, where maybe uh, there may I, be some
1: suits like I that? I do. I do. Yesterday, I met with uh, the Tenant Association Presidents of New York City Housing uh, Apartments in my district, right? These are public housing. These are people who pay rent, and they live in public housing, uh, and the city is their landlord, and they have... You know, a lot of conditions that need to be addressed that are inhumane in these public developments across our city. And the city keeps telling them they have no money. Why don't they have money? Because they're spending it on these migrant encampments. Yeah, well, my My pilot,
0: pilot Roger, says the White House has a lot of extra room. Send them there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Or the Naval Observatory, the VP's place is pretty big, too. There's even more you could room. You can take conscience room. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's true. Thank you, Nicole.